Podcast here. You're listening, right? It's Howard Stern here. And I gotta tell you, I mean, Robin, I'm not really into podcasts. Well, that's like all those people who used to be on cable access. Yeah. They thought they were They were on television. TV. <laughs> they would pay a company to put my TV. Hey, look, I'm on TV. No, you're not on TV. I mean, yeah, you're on TV, but nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> but Trenton Waves, it's not a podcast. This is a friggin' experience. Frank and Christina Sasso are the best. The best thing since Transcendental Meditation. Oh. <laughs> Are you ready? It's the official, unofficial podcast of the city of Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. With your host, Frank Ferocious Sasso. Trenton still makes and the world still takes. And Christina Firestarter Sasso. Trenton is Mayberry with attitude. Hang tight, because we're going to meet the lifeblood behind the culture, food, arts, music, pork roll, punk rock, hair, books, education, talent, events, of Trenton, New Jersey. Here's Frank and Christina. I'm so happy, I gotta tell you. Babe, stop playing solitaire. I'm talking I'm to you. Not. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so you head down over there. Usually it means you're playing solitaire. I was thinking about something and I was very in What are you thinking about over there? I'm not gonna share. You're not gonna share about what you were thinking about? <laughs> no. Shh. Stop laughing. <laughs> so what's up? I'm really happy that I found that I finally found that power cord. It was driving me nuts. Yes, I'm happy. It was in my I, bag the whole time. I'm happy to tearing the studio apart. <laughs> I actually had no knowledge of this. One. Yes, you did. I did. I don't remember. I knew. <sighs> Every day yeah. I remind myself. What? Every day I remind myself of how much I love my wife. Uh, ah. Yeah, okay. Didn't you say that recently about no. me? He's no. So petty. No. I don't. Remember. Yes, I did. I, I am did. very petty. Andrew Bobbitt is right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Oh, you're not petty. <laughs> yeah, but I try to be. Okay, so we're back with yet another runoff election episode. <laughs> I can't get enough of these things. I can. I, really I can. love to hate these episodes, I gotta tell you. No, I don't hate the episode, episodes or the people. I just hate that this is still happening. I can't and it's it. January and we're still doing this. Well, it could be what? worse. It could be July 4th and we're still doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Please, God. Next thing no. I know, we're going to be in shorts. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Well, there was a first city council meeting yes, last night. So that's that was really exciting. In person. In person. And I think they're going back to Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, because they listen to the show. So that's, they listen to what Annette was saying. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of which, yes. thank God she's not on the phone anymore. I know. She was having some belly challenges. Okay. Oh, my Too much information. But, no, but, but she's done with it now. But it's over now. Yeah, she's okay. better. So let's move on. All right, so anyway, mm-hmm. she has a little pills in front of her. What are those? Gummies? What are those? Oh, These my God. are gummies. Are they any good? They're, they're not candy. They're just gummies. They're for her, not for you. Mm. You and have enough candy. <laughs> candy, stomach issues, what else? What else is? We have the former badass Westward Councilwoman That's with us right. in the flesh today. Sing a song Miss, for us. Sing a song. Sing. Yeah, let's just sing it. I'm assuming she's singing that to me. I am, Christina. I am. I am. Doesn't even glance in my direction. God. So what are we doing today? Well, we're going to interview another person who's running for at-large council Mm -hmm. in the runoff, Mm -hmm. which is January 24th. 2023. Right, that's right. (laughs) Let's make that clear. Yeah, it's not 2024. (laughs) We're not doing a 12-month thing of this. No, please. I I don't have the energy. Do you imagine how the candidates feel? I know Annette would love that. (laughs) 
No, absolutely not. No, no. no you can come in here I and want talk about the business of the city yes. to move forward. I'm even excited. now, even even not being on council anymore, you still want the same thing you want. Well, she's a resident, I, don't you? I want the business of the city to move forward. Right. So do I. We I'll, deserve an opportunity to engage and for democracy to happen. Right. Yeah. I think we have an opportunity here. Yes. I think so, too. I think you're right. You know what else we have an opportunity for? To hear another... Latigue rugged nugget. Okay, let's All hear right. it. All right, this is a clear up nugget. Okay, if you will, a clear up nugget. <laughs> let's clear it up. Why do you have to clear up this rugged nugget? Was we it have too to rugged? clear it up because I don't want people to be under the impression that the first act of a referendum is something they just present to council. Well, give an example. What's an example? For example, when I was on council, the water issue, the administration wanted to sell the pipes, and the majority of council did not. Right, and the only way. Uh, the people did not. The residents did not. Right. And they made it clear when it came up, you know, to the table and we were discussing it. The residents were there in mass. We don't want to do that. Oh, like public comment. And, stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. and the council heard them and allowed for them to move a referendum to the table and voted on it. The residents should always give the council an opportunity to hear them and or act on their best interest in the best interest of the city. Okay. Because that's what council's there for. That's what it's for, right. Gotcha. They okay. move and shake the business of the city. Gotcha. They are the balance. And the reason this had to be cleared up is because... Is because I think before. there were some questions, uh, even to me, mm-hmm. that people, oh, so, you know, I'd like to put a referendum forward to do A, B, C, D, and E. No, take that to the council. Speak to your council member about it. That's and, called dialogue. That's okay. called democracy. Right. That's called opportunity. So referendum isn't the first step. It is not the first gotcha. step. Gotcha. It is a step that is available to the people for their voice to be heard. Gotcha. But, however, the council should always have the first opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's dialogue and that's democracy. And that's how it works. Thanks for letting me share that. Oh, that was Thank cool you. for me. Now I understand something. Good. I didn't even know that. I know. I just figured they're just, you know, planning stuff. Well, we did talk about this. That's why it's a clear up. It's a clear up because mm-hmm. I want to be sure people understand, right. you know, how and where a referendum works. Gotcha. You hear that podcast here? Okay. She cleared it up. Okay. Okay, let's start. That's right. The runoff is indeed happening. January 24th. Don't miss it. Get out there and vote. We have with us today in the studio, running for at-large council, Mr. Kaja Manuel. Kaja, how are you? Great, Frank. Great. Happy to be here. You're looking good. Look, are you working out now? Yeah, time wow. got me going to the gym. You're pumped. Oh, <laughs> wow. pumped. Look at him. I know, I know. He's as big as Ed Lopez. <laughs> Guys, you have up to 10 minutes to share what's on your heart, and you can start now. Hello, Podcastia. It's me, Kaja Manuel, candidate for Trenton City Council at large in this January 24th runoff. I'm ballot position number two. Quite frankly, I'm just happy to be here. November general election happened on November 8th. I placed in six out of a total of nine candidates who ran. No, I wasn't that happy with my position. I'll be up front. But hindsight 2020, there's a lot of things that I could have done differently. A lot more mail, a lot more FaceTime with um, residents knocking doors. But I think that's something that every person, regardless of the field they're in, we always think about what we could have done or should have done better. Not necessarily from a bad place, but I think it comes from a place of constructive criticism and always striving for greatness. You know that quote, you're your worst critic. That definitely rings true for me. 
but it's always gotten me to a place of greatness, even if it's the infancy stage of greatness, coming up with a plan, then trying to find a way to implement the plan, so on and so forth. So I was fortunate enough to have 1,208 residents to vote for me. Majority of the people I knocked on their doors and spoke to them face to face or sent them an email or a text message or even spoke to them for two minutes on the phone call, phone bank and trying to get a vote. Just to have that many people voting for me, it was an incredible honor. Congratulations to the other three candidates who didn't make it to the runoff because we all were in this journey together. They still got hundreds of people to vote for them. Comparing the numbers, it looks like, well, this person got 3,000 and this person got 700. That's still a lot of people. 700 residents and taxpayers believed in you enough to vote for you. So I want to give them um, congratulations as well. Here we are. We're now at the runoff and we got at the runoff. As an HR professional, my job was to look at the what's in black and white and interpret it to the best of my ability. There was a clause in New Jersey state statute that stated if a candidate didn't receive 50 percent plus one of the voters, not the vote of the voters who comes out for an at-large election using the primary formula, then there's to be a runoff. Using the primary formula and being that all the machines broke that day, trying to ascertain the number of voters that turned out should have been pretty easy. Either count them by hand or wait for the scanners to work to count them by scanners. I'm not a conspiracy theorist by far, but I felt as if because, you know, the machine preferred candidates who are three good candidates, they came up in the top three. I think the machine, when I say the machine, I mean the board of canvassers, the board of elections, the county party, the municipal party. They were less reluctant to come up with the number of voters because my belief is they interpreted the statute the same way I interpreted. So they went with, oh, we don't have the numbers, so we get to use the alternative formula, which wasn't the case. So um, I made a few phone calls. I called. Taiwanda Terry Wilson, who's a guest on this show before, and I called Mr. Alex Bethea, and I said, look, I don't know everything, but I have this hunch that this election wasn't supposed to go this way. And I said, look, I don't have that much money in my, my campaign account fundraising. It's a little hard around this time, around the holidays. If we come together based off of principle, then we, we don't even have to slate up. We can part our own ways. But at least if we come together for this one calls for us and the residents. We can part our ways once a runoff's ordered, but at least we all get a clean slate because a runoff's an entirely new election. You know, around this time, I hear the leading candidates and I have to tell people there are no leading candidates. This is a whole new election, baby. <laughs> We're all on slate one, fresh block. And some rights, that's exciting. And in, and in some ways, that's terrifying because I feel like, you know, I put my family on this crazy journey. They sacrifice so much of their time knocking doors and my job's been understanding me taking time away. I'm up for the challenge. When my fellow candidates and I took the city clerk's office and the county clerk's office to court, many people connected to the political establishment basically told me, shut up, shut up. And I was wrong. I posted a statement on Facebook and I said to tell me to shut up is crazy. You know, no one should tell me that I should not participate in the democracy that I put my life on the line to defend. I signed up to wear our country's uniform because of my steadfast belief in the Constitution and upholding it against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And at that time, when I made that call to those other two candidates, I did feel like there were some domestics in the city of Trenton who just did not want democracy to prevail at all. And I'm just being honest. We won the court case, and now here we are. We drew our ballots a few weeks ago. I'm ballot position number two. I sit before you as a real, true son of Trenton. I've overcome homelessness, which what led me to the Army. I served our country in that capacity to come back home and serve in a nonprofit capacity. 
And I'm ready to serve my community in this capacity alongside whomever else is to be elected. And I look forward to working with the mayor in a constructive manner. I think that's the job of councils to be the checks and balances to work in tandem, but also in a constructive manner, you know, making sure that taxpayers dollars aren't being used frivolously. I think that's what made me uh, both popular and unpopular on two different sides of the aisle. I'm looking forward to reaching more voters and getting out there and sharing my platform. I think I'm one of three candidates who actually has a platform and not running on popularity. So that's also very important. I would love your support. For those of you out there listening, to get to know a little bit more about me, you can go to my website. It's a little bit about me, my background, my platform, and issues that I would love to support as Kaja Manuel and also as, hopefully, Councilman at Large, Kaja Manuel. Eight minutes and change. I have a quick question. How did that feel to be told to shut up? I sensed your frustration there a little bit. Yeah, I've been through the wires. <laughs> okay. All right. Because I got a little well, mad. I got a little mad for you. Right there. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's not a good feeling. I was reluctant to open up too much the first time. But when mm-hmm. I left, it felt like a therapy session. I owe me a bill. I owe you guys. And I have to pay an invoice after. We're no, billing I felt you. We're billing. A, a big relief had Mm-mm. gotten off my shoulders because it was a safe space. And you mm-hmm. know how I was like, oh, God, I'm going into the, the lion's den. I don't know. Now that I know I'm amongst you know friends, friends who will criticize me constructively and support me in whatever ways you choose to, it wasn't a good feeling. Coming home as a younger veteran, when you go through the you know transition assistance program, it's the program the Army has in place for all veterans, regardless of rank. You can be a colonel. You can be a private. You have to go through it. Mm-hmm. You go through like workshops, resume <laughs> banking, you know, resume making workshops and mm-hmm. workshops to gear towards whatever career path you set yourself to do. They sort of paint this picture like you'll be like the red carpet is going to be rolled out for you. And it wasn't the case. And that was probably one of the hardest pills for me to swallow. Something that led me to the army was when I came out at 18, my parents and I, we didn't we just didn't vibe. We didn't get along. So mm-hmm. I was couch surfing like home to home. Mm-hmm. You know, I went over to McBoss right behind McDonald's and signed up for welfare and get on food stamps while I was going to Mercer. And then I, I tell people the army changed my life. So I went to the army and mm-hmm. it gave me a purpose. There's a song like a cadence, you know, mama, mama, can't you see what the army's done to me? Put a rifle in my hand, turned your boy into a man. And it really turned me into a grown man real fast. My expectations coming home were different. You know, I came home. I didn't own a home. I came right back to where it all began, right back at my mom's house mm-hmm. on her couch mm-hmm. until I landed my first job. And those experiences are experiences I think elected officials should have, especially on the local level. It's getting choked up. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sap. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm a sap. <laughs> it's a humbling experience to be able to come home knowing my lived experience and then just to make the ballot and then to right. get a thousand votes right. and then to make the runoff and then, you know, to take people to court and then to win. Wow. I see the bigger picture and mm-hmm. I had to have a conversation with my family, my team, like, look, if we win, we win. But if we, in terms of the lawsuit, if we win the lawsuit, great. If we lose the election, this may have been my purpose was to take them to the lawsuit, because regardless of what happens in this election, the course of how the city runs at large elections from this moment on will forever be changed. Yeah, you still win. Actually, and to that point, I I have this question here. I said, do you think this election will go down in the history books Uh, and will it be studied in school? I think that this is a great example of democracy at work. I totally agree. That the person who's homeless and we've had other candidates who have been homeless, yep. can rise to a position of authority and of a special place. They have opportunity. It's an hope. opportunity for everybody. Yeah, it, it gives me chills. It sounds so cliche, but I think that's the American dream. Yes. I, I do. 
That's the American dream, not a house and a gar- you know, car like in a garage. Yes. In the suburbs. Yes. Opportunity. Mm-hmm. I really do think it is. And I think that's why Trenton has a lot of promise. We have a lot of opportunity here to be given out. And then, you know, a lot of opportunity that people do take to rise to these positions. And mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, you know, when you're in the line of line of work of like HR and recruiting or employer of choice initiatives, when you're working for a firm or an organization trying to make it better for its current people, when you have two candidates before you, at least me, I think about who wouldn't have this opportunity because everything I've gotten was because someone gave me an opportunity, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And there's some kid in a different town, probably smaller than Trenton, who's got more education than me, <clears throat> served three tours in Afghanistan, or I would say more qualified than me but wasn't even given the opportunity to get on a ballot. Mm-hmm. So I take everything with gratitude mm-hmm. and I try to extend grace as much as possible, mm-hmm. but I don't like being backed up into a wall. <laughs> well, yeah, your, your grace is wonderful. That doesn't mean you're a doormat. Right. Oh, I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that was, that's great. She speaks really from great. experience and not because of me. <laughs> <laughs> she knows who she is. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Annette. I, no, that's one of the things I admire most about you, that you do know who you are. Oh. And I like that. And that being said, wow. Oh. I mean, you touched <laughs> me. I mean, you really touched me for several reasons. The first of which, that you served our country. And people need to understand that were it not for people, men and women like you, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be free. Yeah. Thank you again, by oh, the way, for you your service. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for your service. That, that really touched me. And the other thing that really got into me was the fact that you started at one point and didn't stop and you kept working to improve your life and the things you wanted to do. And then to have the guts to come back, as I did after I went to college, I'm a poor kid from the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and to do what you did, it's amazing. So that's really important. But I want to hit a few things that you talked about. Yes, ma'am. I knew knew it was coming. (laughs) (laughs) And that is a lot of people, when they talk about coming to the podcast here at New Pod City, they have this fear of what I don't know. (laughs) It's an opportunity to sit at a table and talk. And it's not as if anybody has ever come here and been bashed or mistreated or called out or anything. You have a right here at this table, Eden. This is just an opportunity to share and give a great audience, Podcastia, a piece of you. So thank you for that. The other point I want to make for Podcastia is that everybody who's qualified to run has a right to run. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And whenever you challenge the status quo in any way, Mm-hmm. They will try to back you in the corner. Yes. They will tell you to be quiet. And whenever you have an opinion of your own that does not necessarily level up with the status quo, you are a conspiracy theorist. It's a great place to be. I've been there, you know, since I, you know, all my life. So it's a great place to be. Yep, Frank right is with a you. conspiracy theorist. Big time. As is Christina. So be who you are. That's my point. Great topic. Great information. There are six candidates running, and you are one of six. Yep. You have an opportunity from now until 24th to let the voters know who you are and what you're doing. You're qualified. A resident went away, served the country, and came back. So thank you again. I'm just excited about that. But look, so with everything going on, the thing I want people to know as well, Kaja, I want you to know, serving in elected office is not easy. People are going to lie on you. They're going to back you in the corners. They're going to try to bully you. And they're going to try to force their will onto you. That's bullying. So there's a lot of smoke in the air. And at every opportunity, clear the air. And that being said, 
Is there any air you want to clear? <laughs> Don't look over at Frank because there's plenty of smoke over there. <laughs> um, Frank, because I'm on fire. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, God. I gave him an opportunity. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, Christina. Done that. Christina, you know what you I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. <See? laughs> Is there anything that you want the voters in Trenton to know? Yeah, thank you for the opportunity again. There is some smoke in the air. Some of you may or may not know. Snapchat has this voter outreach initiative where they, through the app, they help register like 4 million millennials and young folks to vote last election cycle. This year, they still had that initiative on the, the Push app, and it not just registered a vote. There was a feature that allowed young folks to find out how they can run for office in their local towns. What they did was they looked across the country for young folks who are running for office, nonpartisan elections, partisan elections, Republicans, Democrats, Green Party, school board, all levels. They casted nine people, nine young folks across the country, and our race became one of the ones that they just followed around for 12 hours a day with the camera. Really great experience. You can get in trouble when cameras are taping you for 12 hours because you forget and they're really tricky. They'll be like over there in the back and you're mic'd up and you forget too because they hide it well. Mm -hmm. On episode seven of the Snapchat original docu-series Run for Office, it was the episode that was dedicated just to our race. I believe it was like 10 episodes. The first one's a compilation. Then each candidate has one. And then the last episode's a compilation of our end result. Well, fortunately... And unfortunately, our episode ended with us winning the court case, and there's no final result of our election being aired ever. But during that episode, episode seven, I used a derogatory word I probably shouldn't have used. When I used it, I was answering producers' questions. When you're filming a reality show or a docu-series, you're getting asked questions all day long. I want to do a reality <laughs> show. <laughs> right? No, you don't. Get in trouble. You get in trouble. No. I would. <laughs> I like trouble. Look, I'm a military vet, so my <laughs> mouth is real dirty sometimes. But I'm young, and I'm constantly growing and learning. The word I used was the B word, and I do think that someone serving in public office should be a little more conscious of themselves when cameras are there at, at the all time. Times, yep. Actually. At all times. Thank you for, for saying that. Public officials, home and on the dais, should be aware of what they're saying, even at moments that seem to be a little more heated. I was asked a question What do you think's going on while filming the docuseries? It was probably like 1 p.m. And I'd been out there at, right in front of the former Trenton High School West, right on um, West State Street. And it was cold. Election day was cold. I was out there at 6 a.m. all day. I didn't find out the, the polling machines didn't work. So I said, you know, I think these B words are going to steal the election. <laughs> now, around the holiday excuse season. Excuse me. Excuse me. What, what are you laughing at? That's hilarious. It is not. <laughs> I like I like that you're being honest. To I, me. Appreciate, I like that. <laughs> well, sometimes people want people to be perfect. There is no perfection in us. Mm-hmm. None. I just like that he's so real. Mm-hmm. That doesn't offend me. I like that he's real. It's it's. I I enjoy him. But he has a point. No, he absolutely. I'm point. not saying right, he Christina, should. I agree. He said, mm-hmm. "This is what I said. It was inappropriate. I right. need to be more conscious. Right. You know, I'm young and I'm growing. Yeah. I like that. I right. like that too." I like that. I think that if you're young but, but and not growing, you're, you're pretty much yes. rotting. <laughs> exactly. There are some people right. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he should like mm-hmm. act like a lunatic with his mouth. No, not absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. I just find him entertaining. He's just so real. It's a breath of fresh air. So you're just saying be oh, human. Thank you, Frank. Yeah. See, he actually likes me. <laughs> be <laughs> human. That's not what he told me. Oh, oh, mean, oh, I'm just saying it doesn't mean I'm voting for him. No, 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 no. But, no, but really, you know. No, just being human, mm-hmm. that, that, that's a good thing. 
stay that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like the B word at all. Yeah. But stay that way. Yeah. And not not with the B word. I know what you mean. Stay human. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. It's so important because most people miss that message. Right. Once they become elected officials, they tend to think that they're at a higher level. And you experienced it yeah. over the past four years. But the point is, stay human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's okay to apologize. People really like when someone can humble themselves and say you know what i screwed up yeah i'm sorry it's like the, and then it's go, it's over it's poof you took all the power away yeah, yeah you right? stole their thunder yeah that's what you just did that's right, right. Took you realize that you stole the thunder of people who might try to use that against you mm-hmm. because it is virtual it's out yeah. there right. right and it's not going to go away so mm-hmm. thanks for sharing that but yes. you raised the issue of elections and board of elections and in that i just want to say be careful who you elect to the school board mm-hmm. yes oh yeah there's going to be an election now be careful that board matters as well and that's a it. lot what's the job of a school board so just educate us a little bit it's of that. pretty much the same as the council to mm-hmm. make sure that the school system runs appropriately mm-hmm. advice and consent mm-hmm. and approval you know the budget and all the things that come with the budget. So mm-hmm. they're huge. They're significant. They don't have a lot of power. Actually, mm-hmm. they don't have any power, except that they sit there and their job is to work with the superintendent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Trenton, do not do the same thing over <laughs> expecting different results. Right. right. That's a definition of insanity. Right. You had mentioned that that clip from the documentary that he's talking about is now out there. It's virtual. It's not going away. Neither is this episode going away. It's also digital and virtual. So when someone starts to say, oh, you should have heard him on that documentary. Yeah, he talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, check out He that. talked about that True. on Trenton Wayne. So yeah. what? He already got out in front of it. He already apologized. Right. That's We're fine. big believers in digging up our own dirt and sharing it. Yeah. Everyone, when dirt comes up, it's like, oh, yeah, we no, no kidding. Yeah. Move they that talk about dirt over there, Frank. Yeah. I got right. enough of my own. Right. <laughs> But thank you. That was great. I just wanted to say something about the job of the city council, because you're you're saying that you're an HR and just what you did as far as gathering the information, looking at what the rules are and putting together a defense, garnering some support, pushing through, even against people, you know, saying not just let it go, let it go. That's the job of city council, isn't it? To checks and balance, to investigate, to make sure that everything's done decently and in order, that we just don't rubber stamp things just because who wants what? Oh, yeah, just let it go, let it go, let it go. So you're not a let it go type of person. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want. We want somebody who's going to... Understand the process. Right. And do be able to work within it. Exactly. Exactly. Be able to work with the mayor to see because the most important thing to people in the city who get it, and there's many who get it, just want the city to move move forward forward and grow. Right. The fact that the person in chair one doesn't like the person in chair two means nothing to us. Don't care. Yeah. We don't care. Principles before personalities. Mm Mm-hmm. So go get it. Go yeah. get it. That's something that I take pretty seriously, too. Being in HR, you also get like this. I feel like it's a character flaw. Because when you're at work, your job is to protect the organization. And I guess in this case, as city council, my job be to protect the town as a business mm-hmm. and how we function. But with that, sometimes I'm less likely to get close to my coworkers. Mm-hmm. Other than, I mean, as far as like, I'm going to go get you know, wasted with you. We're still young. Go get wasted on Saturday night and I see you on Monday. That's like a big no-no for me. Mm-hmm. But it gives me like the unique ability to work with anyone. Mm-hmm. And when we're at work, we'll be like the best of friends. But mm-hmm. I keep it strictly professional. I think it's important to know I judge myself to the same standard. And a lot of folks don't do that. 
you know, they're really harsh on other people, but I'm just as harsh on myself. It keeps me center and it keeps me down to earth and allows me to know I'm no better than anyone else. Regardless, we may have differences of opinion and different experiences, but we're all on the same playing field. We just have we're different ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, people, listen, I never criticize myself about singing. Yeah. <laughs> other people do. <laughs> they have at it. But you said something important. I think people should know this. HR's job is to protect the organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at the organization as the people in the city of Trenton. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you got it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. All right. Yeah. In three sentences or less, give us something quick. I'll put the people's needs before my own. I'll go through everything with a fine tooth comb. It's important to know that I don't see it as my joint candidacy effort as running as a slate. I see it as three separate campaigns who are joined together on the basis of principle who just happened to be successful in fighting for Trentonians to have their voice heard for their rightful runoff. Democracy. Yeah, yeah, in the name of democracy. We fought for democracy. And um, I'm Kaja, Ty's Ty, Alex is Alex. We're running a joint effort, but we're still three candidates. My platform is strictly mine. Mm -hmm. Their platforms are strictly theirs. I think it's important to say that. So you share some ideas and principles based on what you're attempting to do. Yes, yes, ma'am. All right, summed it up. Very good. So you like this one, Annette? I love this one. I want to thank Kaja for, again, you know, we're having some transparency things going on at this table. And I appreciate that. I do, too. Because people are human. That's right. They're human. Thank you. I liked when he got real, but not too real, because then I felt a little uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) It looked like he was going to cry. No, No. I appreciate it. I saw the tear in your eye. I know. That's why I didn't like it. (laughs) He doesn't like to show that. Don't you understand? He was showing emotion. tough guy. Yeah, that's right. That's Listen, right. in the theaters, I'll tell you something. Yeah. If it's a sentimental moment, guess who the one who's tearing up is? Oh, Frank. 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 Yeah. Yeah. In the theaters. Because I'll look over and go, are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> Could you kind of like record that next time for me? I'll try. As a favor? I'll try. Listen, I'm I'm sh- use it you know what? Now that she put that out, I'm shutting it down. That's it. <laughs> No, you're not. The tears have dried up. You can't. You can't. (laughs) In the famous words of Mr. Mike Tyson, everybody's got a plan until Until they get get punched punched in the the face. face. You've been listening to the Trenton Waves podcast. Visit us online at trentonwaves.com.